Good evening. How are you this evening? I pray everyone's had a good day. It's been a nice sunny day. A bit windy outside, but sunny. It's dry. It's warm. It's not snowing. So, I pray you all had a good day today. I went out to the park and walked around for a little while. But this is today's daily devotion. So, good day, Tower View, and anybody else who's watching. And no matter where you are in the world, even if you live in Indiana or Michigan. Hi, Martha. Um, and so, I'm from Tower View. I'm Pastor Nelson. If you want to get a hold of us, you want to see who we are, go to our website, towerviewkc.com. And you can find out a lot about us. And I'll, I'll give some more stuff at the, at the end about that. But one thing um, a lot of people are concerned about is anxiety and worry. Um, and I think I'm, I'm going to get a path of, of, of a series of these videos and I'll talk about it more in depth. But I'm going to start tonight looking at Matthew chapter 6 and starting in verse 25. And in the version of the Bible I have, they subtitle this section and they call it the cure for anxiety. And while it, God is the cure, but not everybody will be cured during this earthly lifetime. Anxiety is an insidious thing. Some of us get anxious over things and we can get over it pretty easy. And others of us, the anxiety is just, it seems like it's irrational. It doesn't make sense. But yet that doesn't mean we can't have hope. That doesn't mean we can't have a secure future. doesn't mean that we have to let the anxiety and the worry take over our lives and, and ruin our lives. But Jesus tells us in part of the Sermon on the Mount, it says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, about about your body, but what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? And he goes on to describe the birds and the flowers, how God takes care of them and they don't worry. They just go about their business. It doesn't mean they don't search for food. It doesn't mean they don't hunt. It doesn't mean they don't grow roots as a, as a flower would. It doesn't mean they don't do anything. It just means they don't worry about it. But the key is a few verses down in verse 32. It says, For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, and your Heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough of its own, trouble of its own. The day-to-day -day troubles that we have and what we worry about, what do we worry about today? Well, we worry about COVID-19. We're worrying about our jobs, and we're worrying about jobs for others around us. But God is there. He is there as much as He is right now, April, April, the year 2020, as He was in April of 2019 when we didn't know anything about COVID-19. When our job was secure. Life is never secure. When is ever life secure in this world? It's like, well, COVID, we, I might get COVID, I might die. I might have to go to the hospital. You might get cancer. 
you might get hit by a reckless driver on the way to the grocery store. The boss at your job, it could be like, <clears throat> if you remember back in the 90s, a company called Enron. It went under because of corrupt, the leaders were corrupt. And the whole company went under. You could lose your job. We never know when a natural disaster is going to hit our house. Whether it's a flood or a tornado or a hurricane or an earthquake. Life is not secure. Why is COVID-19 so much worse than anything else that could ever happen to us? It's not. It's just another way that we can suffer in this world. It's just a new one. A highly contagious one. And in certain, depending on, on, on your physiology, it could be a very dangerous one. So I'm not saying take it lightly. I'm not saying ignore it. I, yes, wash your hands. I'm washing my hands. Every time I come home, I first thing I do is I go and wash my hands at the sink. First thing I do, as soon as I get home. Uh, no matter what I did, no matter where I went. I got a sign at church. As soon as you come in the church building, if, you, if you're there to clean or, um, or any other small tasks, that we have some people come in. I got a sign. Said, wash your hands as soon as you come in this building. Absolutely. Got a face mask hanging from my um, rearview mirror in my truck in case I, I need it for somewhere. Although I, it's a cloth one, so I know it's not a shield. It doesn't protect me from anything. It just gives other people an ease that I'm not passing anything on to them. But this world is a dangerous world. And so going through and worrying about COVID-19, okay, worrying about what all the possibilities could happen. This world is a dangerous place. I just know in my immediate family how life has went topsy-turvy for people in our family. And an uncle I've never met because he was killed at age 18. And an aunt while I was in high school who died tragically in a car crash. My mother has died of cancer. I had a cousin who's died of cancer. All my grandparents got old and died. Life is not easy. Life will be hard. It will always be hard. And we in America don't understand hard, really. Most of us. You go to other parts of the world where life is much harder than it is here. Where we don't have, they don't have running water. They don't have working toilets. They don't have nice, big, clean grocery stores. And they're li literally living day to day. When the, the Lord's Prayer says, you know, give us this day our daily bread. And that prayer was made to people who literally didn't always know what they were going to eat that day. So, I, we live in an insecure world. But you turn to God. You trust in God for all that you have. And you may not get everything you want in this world. This world may not give you everything you want. You may not get the nice house that you want. You may not get the car that you want to drive. I'm still not driving a 1966 Mustang, okay? Not happening. You may not get the health that you want. That chronic arthritis may never go away. Whatever it is that you have, you may never get that in this world. But that's not the hope that you have. Your hope is not in this world. Your hope is in heaven.
And that's what he's comparing to in, in Matthew chapter 6. He says, The Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. And your, fa your heavenly Father knows all that you need. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's what we need to seek after. Not all the wealth that we can get. Not so we can get all the latest gadgets and electronics or the latest, the nicest car or the nicest house in the right neighborhood with the right school district. If you can get those things and you can get them, fine. They're not wrong in themselves. But that's not what our worry, not that our anxiety should be about. It's about trusting God for the outcome. Even if you don't have a job, trust God for the outcome. Even if you don't know what's going to happen, if you're going to get sick, if you're going to die, if you're going to be hospitalized, you don't know that. But you still trust God for the outcome. Because even if the worst happens, you still trust God. Even if the worst happens, you can still trust God for the outcome. Because we know none of us are getting out of this world alive. Not a single one of us. There will be a funeral for every one of us. You may have a ton of people at your funeral. You may have nobody at your funeral. Your funeral may be broadcast online because nobody can get together. It doesn't matter. God is there in the end, and our hope is eternity in heaven, not anything on this world. Everything on this world is temporary. How many nations in this world have come and gone, if you studied world history? Go down to an old cemetery and look at all the old dates. People have lived and died. Children lived and died. And we don't know anything about those families anymore. But they had all the same lives and worries about the future that you have today. So the eternity, our trust is in God, not in anything of this world. Not having buildings named after us, streets named after us. Our hope and our trust is in God and eternity. So I pray you can read this whole section of scripture. Matthew chapter 6, 25 to 34. That's the last part of that chapter 6. Read it off. Read it over and over again. Read it often. Read it slowly. Ask God to give you strength in these times when you're anxious, when you're worried. Show, ask God to show you how to trust Him, and what that looks like. Because what does it look like? It looks like somebody that you. you it's not that the people who you don't care what happens. But you know that God is with you no matter what happens. You know, it's hope for the best, prepare for the worst. That's pretty flippant. But it's, it's, it's stronger than that. Hope for the best. Because you it's not a hope so. Not a what if, I, I, I hope the Royals win. No. It's a steadfast assurance that you know that God wins in the end. And that you are a child of God. And if you're not a child of God, I pray that you become a child of God and turn to Him today. Because everything in this world will fade away, including you and me. But God is eternal, and that's where our trust goes. So no matter what our job situation is, whether we have a great job or we have to bite the bullet and 
deliver pizzas, whatever it might be, God is in God is there and He will see us through it. And, and maybe in the future I'll talk about how I know that, how God has done that for me. And in my family. When I used to be a computer programmer and now I'm not. So I ask that you turn to God. Tell God how you feel. All your emotions. Don't hold any of them back. Open up that junk closet that you store everything in that you don't and you don't want anybody to see. You show everybody your house, but you don't open that one closet door. He's like, no, don't look in that closet. You never show anybody that closet. Open that closet in your life and tell God about it. That's how you. That's one of the ways you cope with anxiety. You tell God what you're anxious about, right or wrong, rational or irrational. Tell God about it. He has big shoulders. He can handle it. Let me pray. Lord God, I just thank you and praise you for all that you do. I thank you for watching out for us, Lord. I pray. I thank you that you are the steadfast assurance behind our irrational anxieties, our earthly worries, and show us how to trust in you and seek the kingdom of God and your righteousness. You are the mighty God, and we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'm Pastor Nelson. I'm an associate pastor at Tower View Baptist Church in Kansas City, Missouri. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to uh, towerviewkc.com. You can call or text our phone number at 816-368-1330. You can check out our Facebook page at Tower View Baptist Church. Um, we're going to have drive-in church tomorrow. So, um, weather sounds like it's going to be better than it was last week. So, if you come to church uh, at Tower View, come to the parking lot, turn your FM radios to 91.9, and you can... Um, Watch part of the service, Darren, Pastor Darren, part of it will be outside. The praise team will be inside when I'm bringing it, all the equipment outside. But uh, hope to see you there through the car windows if you can be there. But also, if you're not going to be there, we are. I'm still going to do a Sunday school lesson tomorrow at 8 o'clock live. Uh, Pastor Darren will post his uh, sermon online. So you can, so even if you're not there, you can still get his sermon. And also... Our uh, music will be posted online so that you can sing along with the hymns that we're going to sing in the parking lot. But you can watch the video and you can sing along with the video if you, if you can't make it there. So however you are with us virtually um, in the parking lot, we, we, we welcome your prayers for our services and all the other churches across the country that have the same issues. Pray for those services and... Uh, I thank you for watching, I thank you for listening, and I pray you have a good evening. God bless, and good night.